Welcome to Christchurch Winchester's Advent Podcast 2020. My name is Brian Wakelin and today is Saturday, December the 5th. Have you ever read a story which appears to be coming to a premature end? The heroine has been captured, put in the deepest prison. She can see no way out. She is without help. She is without hope. Surely the story is over. The people of God were in that situation in Jeremiah's time. Their political world had been turned on its head. Judah, caught in the vice between the superpowers of Babylon and Egypt, had been demolished, literally in the case of Jerusalem and the temple. Jeremiah's diagnosis is that the disaster was as much theological as political. All this was a consequence of paying lip service to God over many generations, while happily reneging on their part in fulfilling God's promises. The people have been forcibly moved to exile in Babylon. Their feelings are poured out in the lament to God that we find in Psalm 137. By the rivers of Babylon we sat down and wept. When we remembered Zion, how can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? The familiar patterns of living, Passover, Feast of Weeks, Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem, gone. The familiar landmarks, the glory of the temple building seen from the Mount of Olives, gone. And God, had he gone too? Was this the end of a story that started way back in a garden? Into this situation God calls the great prophet of hope, Jeremiah, to speak his words over the people. Our verses this morning form the centrepiece of Jeremiah 31, 23-40. The whole passage is one of hope, of restoration, of a future with God at the centre of the continuing story. Listen to verses 31 to 34. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and the people of Judah. It would not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant that I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbour or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. The people are reminded of their story so far. A covenant with Abraham, redemption from Egypt, the time under Moses, under Samuel and David. A covenant whose stipulations have been treated lightly by successive generations. In the midst of their uncertainty, In the midst of their tears for what might have been, 
in the midst of hopelessness, God speaks afresh with a new promise. The waters of Babylon included the Tigris and the Euphrates, the life-giving waters of Eden. There will be nothing mechanistic about this new covenant. It will not be something out there that others have to point them to. Instead, the relationship with the Lord will be an intimate, personal one. This covenant will not be written on tablets of stone, but written on their hearts, the place of the will. The broken relationship will be repaired with a new intimacy of knowing God, a relationship built on God's grace, no matter how great or how little they might feel. And go back to the summer of 1966. I was in Pathfinders on a house party in the New Forest. I had grown up through nightly family prayers through Sunday school. I knew about God, about his mercy, about his love, but it was all objective. During that time away I came to see that the truths I had been taught were not just some general truth, but that they were true for me personally. Where are you in your relationship with God today? Is he still a God who is out there? Or a God who you know loves you because he loves you? The words of God through Jeremiah still stand for you today. Will you enter afresh into the intimate relation that God promises? Will your Christmas story this year of Emmanuel, God with us. Let us pray. Jesus, we greet you with wonder. You are precious beyond mere words, and our world needs your presence more than ever. I gladly take up the angel's song of good news, joy and peace. Let kings bow down, let all creation marvel. Let this love story ring out for all to hear. Amen.